Hello, thank you for joining me today for Give Him 15. The title of our post today is A Firm Reliance on Divine Providence. Thousands of you are traveling your states and the nation, painting the borders with Holy Spirit's anointing and commanding the forward, that which God declared over America through leaders at her beginning. It is my joy to occasionally send you quotes from some of these founders as ammunition, also to encourage you with a few reports from God's great volunteer army. According to Psalm 110, one to three, Christ has given the ecclesia his scepter of authority, authorizing us to issue these commands. As we do, we are making his enemies his footstool. The passage also states that we do this as part of Christ's Melchizedek king-priest order, of which we are all members. As kings, we decree. As priests, we petition and appeal. When you decree God's plans for America, you are painting the heavenlies with his purposes and cutting off Satan's plans, wielding the sword of the Spirit. You are also participating in the synergy of the ages, tapping into history past and writing history future. Here are some great quotes from America's forward, some you may not have seen. Peter Bulkley, probably never heard of him, was the Puritan leader who established the city of Concord, Massachusetts in 1636. In his only publication, The Gospel Covenant, also known as The Covenant of Grace Opened, Peter Bulkley stated, we are as a city set upon a hill. You've heard that before. In the open view of all the earth, we profess ourselves to be a people in covenant with God. And therefore, the Lord our God will cry shame upon us if we walk contrary to the covenant which we have promised to walk in. Using Deuteronomy 28.10 and Isaiah 61.9 as his sources, he continued, Let us study so to walk that this may be our excellency and dignity among the nations of the world among which we live, that they may be constrained to say of us, Only this people is wise and a holy and blessed people that all that see us may see and know that the name of the Lord is called upon by us, and that we are the seed which the Lord hath blessed. There's some foreword for Massachusetts and New England right there. Laws, our laws and constitutions. Our original laws and constitutions were based on the scriptures. Here are a few examples. The Massachusetts General Court in 1636 
resolved to establish a code of laws that would be, quote, agreeable to the word of God, end quote. The Connecticut General Court, here you go, Connecticut, in 1639, established under the Constitution of Connecticut, they issued the order, quote, that God's word should be the only rule for ordering the affairs of government in this commonwealth, end quote. The Fundamental Orders, or Constitution of Connecticut, January 14th, 1649, was the first, that's significant, First, first constitution written in America, establishing a pattern which all others followed, including the United States Constitution. It was penned by Roger Ludlow in 1638 after hearing a sermon by Thomas Hooker, the Puritan minister who founded Hartford, Connecticut. So important was this work that Connecticut became known as the Constitution State. The committee responsible to frame the orders was charged to make the laws, quote, as near the law of God as they can be, end quote. There's some decrees for our forward. Cotton Mather, many of you probably never heard of him, was an American colonial clergyman and educator. He graduated from Harvard in 1678 and joined his father, Increase Mather. There's a good name for you, Increase. In the pastorate of the Second Church in Boston, 1680. The House of Representatives attempted to appoint him president of Harvard in 1703. He helped found Yale University in 1721 uh, and in 1721 became the president of Connecticut College. He authored 450 books and was the first person born in America to be elected to the Royal Society of London. These guys were smart, really smart. Cotton Mather was regarded as the most brilliant man of New England in his time. Among his many accomplishments was the introduction of the smallpox inoculation during an epidemic in 1721. In 1702, he published Magnalia Christ Christi Americana, The Great Achievement of Christ in America which is the most detailed history written of the first 50 years of New England. And in it, he stated, quote, The sum of the matter is that from the beginning of the Reformation in the English nation, there had always been a generation of godly men desirous to pursue the reformation of religion according to the word of God. The Puritans were driven to seek a place for the exercise of the Protestant religion, according to the light of conscience 
in the deserts of America. Jonathan Trumbull, not exactly a household name either. Just one year and a couple of months before signing the Declaration of Independence, on April 19, 1775, in a proclamation of a day of fasting and prayer for the Connecticut colony, Governor Jonathan Trumbull beseeched that, quote, God would graciously pour out his spirit on us to bring us to a thorough repentance and effectual reformation that our iniquities may not be our ruined, that he would restore, preserve, and secure the liberties of this and all other British American colonies, and make the land a mountain of holiness and habitation of righteousness forever. End quote. And last but not least, the Declaration of Independence. The very last line leaves no doubt as to where the founding fathers placed their faith and gained their resolve. Quote, and for the support of this declaration, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. With a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, it's in the Declaration. And now for a report. To encourage you, here's an amazing report of several people Holy Spirit sent on unique assignments before we ever spoke of painting our borders. Throughout a 30-day period, one month, leading up to July 4th, 2023, Holy Spirit coordinated teams of people to pray over all five continental divides in North America. I want to say that again. Through a 30-day period leading up to July 4th, Holy Spirit coordinated teams of people to pray over all five continental divides in North America. None of them knew the, the other teams and their assignments even existed, nor did any one ministry or church coordinate this. They all heard from Holy Spirit separately to do this only when finished did they learn of the others. You can find the report at www.isaiah97.com. Continental divides are man-made or God-made boundaries that determine the flow and direction of water in a continent. Among other things, these teams poured water over the divides to symbolize, it, symbolize the cleansing of the land and oil to picture the healing of the land. I give you the website here. 
That's from Steve Wilson, the Isaiah 9-7 movement. I love it. Well, let's pray. Father, as we declare portions of your great forward regarding America, we do so to see her restored and reset to your divine purposes. As a great symphony of declarations and appeals rises to you, merge them with the early voices that declared your plans and purposes. Use the decrees to shake down evil and reestablish righteousness in our land. From these quotes we have read today, we declare America to be a people in covenant with God. We declare that America is a city on a hill and that the light of truth will once again shine from our shores in order that all who see us may see and know that the name of the Lord is called upon by us and that we are the seed which the Lord blessed. We declare that America will have laws agreeable to the word of God that his word will be the only rule for ordering the affairs of our government. We declare that God will graciously pour out his Holy Spirit on America again to bring us to a thorough repentance and effectual transformation, reformation, in order that our iniquities may not be our ruin, that he will restore, preserve, and secure the liberties of this nation and make the land a mountain of holiness and habitation of righteousness forever. We declare that our support of the Declaration of Independence is with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence. Now, Lord, we ask you to strengthen Bless and lead your volunteers as they carry out this assignment. Remind them of their authority in Christ, the power of their words, and how incredibly noble is their cause. Remind them of the millions of souls coming into your kingdom because of their prayers. Courage, each intercessor of their worth, their importance to you. And we pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. And our decree, one more. We decree that Christ's enemies are becoming his footstool. Amen. Well, what a great week it has been. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for all that you're doing. We are saving a nation and launching a revival. Have a great weekend. I'll 
I'll see you Monday.